A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Hello, friends. This is Adrian, voice of many of the audio stories over on the FAM and producer of the Dos Marcos Show. What an amazing 2021 the Dos Marcos Show has had. In case you're not keeping count, we have produced over 45 original episodes. We started streaming in six new countries, and we interviewed industry-leading experts in just about every area. And best of all, we did it all alongside of you, our colleagues, our mentors, and most especially our friends. As we look to the last two weeks of 2021, we wanted to bring you a very special two-part collection of the best of Dos Marcos. We're going to recap some of the best episodes and some of the funniest moments from the season of the show. Thanks for listening this year, and we look forward to all that 2022 has to offer. Driven entrepreneurs, listen up. It's time to team up with Nationwide Marketing Group, North America's most successful network of independent retailers. You'll gain access to programs and services that level the playing field between you and the national chains. Industry-leading digital marketing, increased buying power, exclusive networking events, and of course, their awesome learning platform. Nationwide Marketing Group is the business partner that helps you get results and stay ahead of the competition. Take the first step today and visit nationwidegroup.org. Do you want more sales in three easy clicks? Yeah, it starts right now at doorcounts.com. With a completely redesigned user interface, gathering data has never been easier. Click number one, your salespeople connect with the customer as they walk through the door. Click two is the outcome. Click three, key performance metrics right there on your phone from anywhere at any time. Now your salespeople can spend their time selling and DoorCounts is gonna gather the data you need to make your business better. Start right now at DoorCounts.com. Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn, where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots. Uno, dos, tequila! The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in What we know for sure um, is that failure isn't an option, right? So you just can't lay down. Well, Regardless failing, of- failing is okay. We've talked about failure, but you're saying if you fail, it's okay. You're just saying laying down and giving up is not an option. Yeah, th- th- thank you for the clarification. That's exactly what I'm saying. So yes, a fail is fine, but you know you, you can't just stay in bed under the covers and um, you know, it's just gonna require that tenacity and perseverance. This is gonna be the year of perseverance, right? And there's a lot of people who have great years, Kinsley. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. We're, we're, a lot of people listening to this are like, dude, we're, we're good. I mean, we're in really good shape um, and, and some that aren't. And so anyway, um, regardless of where you are on that uh, and mostly out, people outside of the mattress industry who haven't had uh, as good a year in 2020. This is probably more relevant to them, but bottom line is um, we always talk about transitions. There's a lot of opportunity that has presented itself because of the new world we're in. So anyway, there's a lot there. 
But so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm glad we talked about it. I, I, I've had some calls with people um, and there just seems to be this like haze. And so um, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about it and just give an acknowledgement that if you're feeling what we've been talking about, you're not alone. Like there's a lot of people kind of wondering like what the hell is going to happen with this year. And the answer is we don't know and it's okay not to know. But the other part of that is let's get our part of it right. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to require us to be as enthusiastic as ever. Can you do us a favor and just so the rest of the show goes well and dial up the passion just a little bit because <laughs> it's, it's really not coming through. I don't think do you Kinsley. Well, the formula that we talked about at the very beginning of the show, I think you're starting to see a little bit of that effervescent okay. time, times energy with purpose okay. to the 10th power, Justin Barnes. But, you know, the formula just has to bubble up on its own. But I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. I, he's lifting me out of my chair. I love listening to you, Justin. So so go, go back to that. Like, you know, when so the sleep category, when people bring them into the apartment, Something that Kinsley and I say often is um, when it goes wrong, and we actually talked about it yesterday, we're going to write an article about it, it usually goes wrong from the beginning, right? And so what do you think that the critical piece is for your team when it comes to the mattress category and sleep as a solution? What do you think has to exist? Like, what do you think really, what is the one thing, if there is such a thing, what is the one thing that really needs to be present in order for you to feel good about that up? Right. So when they leave your department, if we do this and knowing you like I do, not all that great yet, but it's probably not even the sale. What is it that you really want to accomplish with that customer? Uh, so two things, uh, as far as what's necessary to have a team that can that can uh, execute that. Number one is confidence. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've observed of most organizations is often there's no training at all. And if there is training, it's, uh, hey, go shadow this other sales associate. They know how to sell. And usually they don't know how to sell. So my, our approach to training is very robust. And I have a big belief about training that you do not train until somebody gets it right. You train until they can't get it wrong. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And what you will create in that business owner, i.e. sales associate, is a level of confidence where it becomes subconscious. It just happens. It happens. It happens. But it does not happen sitting across from somebody in a training environment where you tell them one time what their needs analysis questions are. And you say, okay, great. I sign off that they've been trained on their bedding. It needs to be role play heavy, scrimmage heavy. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And you need to be able to test out of that category, meaning test into the ability to sell that category. So confidence is number one for me. And I believe the only way that you achieve that is through uh, training until you can't get it wrong. Secondly, uh, we love to quote, I believe it's Dale Carnegie, that, uh, that the person who dominates the conversation, uh, the person who, uh, who asks the questions dominates the conversation or something of that nature, leads the conversation, doesn't dominate the conversation. But ultimately, questions are your key there to helping to take control of the, the moment and not just allow it to get wishy-washy. And so you ask great questions, as we've already kind of went through. And uh, you have to be kind of assertive about that. You know, people, when you already put them in zero gravity, they instantly want to hop up.
You have to tell them, hey, stay there. I'm going to lift your feet followed by your head. Stay there until I tell you to get up. You'd be amazed at how many uh, sales associates are just uncomfortable telling their customer to stay there. Customers aren't offended by that. So um, here's, here's the, the simple truth, guys. We have the privilege at Nationwide of getting to work with not only bedding retailers, furniture retailers, we work with appliance retailers, we work with outdoor guys, connected service folks, we work with the folks in CE who are crazy progressive, always on the cutting edge. And I will say this um, with all due respect, but the furniture and bedding industry has been very traditional for a very long time. If you don't believe me, show up at market, okay? Show up at market, show up at CES. When you show up at market, you still see those strange things called neckties. People still wear those and like three piece suits. And it's a very traditional space. What this storm has done to the coastline is it has forced us to allow a lot of those old school, uh, a lot of old school thinking to erode away. It's washed out to sea and it can't ever come back. And when you say things like podium uh, in the furniture bedding space, technology has lagged behind where it's been in other categories because we've stayed with our traditional methods. They work, they're not broken, let's keep doing that. This has forced that innovation into this space at a very, very rapid pace. We've had evolution in the furniture and bedding space that's moved us years ahead and it's done it in a matter of weeks because we had no choice. Sometimes great evolution comes from uh, literally being back in the corner. And one of the things that Rob White, new member of our team here at Nationwide, marketing mind that I absolutely adore, he led his presentation on the shopper journey by saying change and evolution are optional because survival is not mandatory. And that's the decision that so many of our furniture and bedding dealers have faced through a pandemic is that if you don't change and evolve to today's consumer, you might not survive. So we've seen the real, um, the real heavyweight intellect of the furniture and bedding space at full display as they've moved into this evolutionary journey. They've begun to adopt technologies like Podium They've begun to communicate in new ways. They've gotten away from needing to give you a piece of paper. Now we can send you a PDF from needing to pick up the phone and talk to you. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know anybody under the age of 40 that'll actually answer the phone. They'll text with you all day, but they won't answer the phone. So getting into those spaces, adopting those new technologies, providing a more efficient experience and hey, pain sometimes happens. We've seen in the furniture space, a lot of the progressive manufacturers as we saw supply chain challenges, they cut their lines down and they said, we're going to focus on the product that we know you need the most. And we're not going to focus as much on having the biggest selection, but we're going to try to be dependable on the SKUs that you really need. And I think what we've learned there is you may not actually have to have an assortment of 75 recliners on your showroom floor. There's a chance that you could be just as successful assorting 25. Hey, Mike. Such a good reminder that open-ended questions are your superpower. If you can ask open-ended questions and really get to the spirit of what people are after, then like you said, Eric Garcia is able to say, wait a minute, man, these ATVs are really loud and we go on certain paths and we're not going to see any monkeys. So if somebody's coming into your store, you got to understand what they're trying to see on this tour. You know, are they trying to see lower back pain alleviated? Well, what led to that lower back pain? Is it chronic? Is it something that is acute and they feel like it's going to go away in a relatively short amount of time? I mean, you really need to just care and ask open-ended questions. And 
Uh, we talked about this before, but one of them for me that I think is just great is um, the follow-up open-ended question, which is if somebody's like, yeah, I've got back pain, and then they're silent. You as a salesperson can say, well, what do you make of that? And when you use the two words, what and you, you get a response. There's a great book I read. Um, I think it's called The Coaching Habit. And out of that book, the, the absolute piece of gold I got out of it was when you reframe your questions, you don't ask how, you don't ask why. When you say what and you, and you can re rephrase about any question to say what and you in it, you get responses because what is very specific and you makes it personal. It's not about some abstract concept that you have to come up with an answer for. So I, I love what Eric Garcia does. And in, whenever you see really amazing salespeople, they slow down. They take their time. They're not trying to shoehorn you into a process because, yeah, I'm sure that Eric has certain tours or other tour companies have like the process. They want to take all the tourists through and get it done as fast as possible and make their money and get their tip and move on. But that's not what's going to create a remarkable experience, which is literally something that's worthy of telling to another human being, which is what we're doing right now. No doubt. And, and Kinsley, let's put this through the the filter of the mattress and furniture store, right? So here I am in Northwest Arkansas about to get on a plane and go to Costa Rica. I know already before I ever get there that I'm going to find this guy because if he does something remarkable that all these people like, that's who I want to do business with, right? And so the point here, going back to some companies, if you're listening to this, your company may not be that cool with you creating your own Facebook page or having a social media presence. So definitely go through them and find out what the parameters are. If you're a manager or an owner of a company and you're listening to this, I would highly encourage you to understand social media enough that you can coach your people to become ambassadors for your business through their own personal feeds. Because if, if I'm a customer and I'm going to go to a furniture store and I'm looking up different furniture stores and I read reviews and I keep seeing um, Eric Garcia's name pop up in the furniture store reviews. And they're like, this guy is awesome. This is when I go to your furniture store, guess what I'm going to see, I'm going to see Eric Garcia. And so the reason Eric Garcia is earning that kind of, um, celebration is because of how he interfaces with them and how he delivers on the promise of great service and great product. And so if you're memorable and, and, and in another part, personal branding wise, he's got that hat with Eric Garcia on it. He's got the shirt with all the logos, which right away tell me that he's proud of the feedback he gets from people. It reminds me of the Tempur-Pedic ad. Don't ask us, ask everyone else, right? They can tell you how great we are. And so that's what he's saying. I'm great, but ask everyone on these different properties why I'm great. And you can do that too. I don't know if you can wear a hat with your name on it in your store, but um, wouldn't it be cool if 80%, 90% of the volume you're doing at a sleep shop or furniture store came because you're so good with other people, the reviews were there and it was word of mouth and that's how they find you. That should be the benchmark. It's about a bigger picture and it's about you. It's about whoever's listening to this podcast right now. It's about the culture you've created within your own business. And it's a good gut check moment, don't you think, Mike, in terms of, hey, you know, what am I doing as a business to attract good quality people? Because you just told me before this show, your biggest resource is not your customer. I mean, it's an important, we got to be focused on the consumer, but your biggest asset is your own people. Absolutely. And Mark, it's, 
certainly right now in the spotlight. Uh, it is a heavy topic of conversation. We've spoken to dealers leading up to these regional meetings that I mentioned before, and we've asked them, what are those top retail challenges? What are those top retail problems that you're facing? So we can sit down and work together to solve those. And it came up over and over and over again, finding people. Now, when you have a conversation around finding people, it's been going on for quite some time. It's been certainly a focus with things like the unemployment stimuluses, uh, where folks were saying, perhaps I can make more sitting at home than I could coming back to work. All those are certainly valid points. But I will say uh, this is not a new issue and it's not an issue that's going to disappear as those go away. As we start to see that phase out, uh, the challenge to find the best people will remain because there is a constant battle, not just to find people. And I'll say that up front, and I'd love your thoughts on this. It's not just about finding people. It's about finding the right people. Oh my gosh, it's so true, um, and, and that's the problem, isn't it, Mike? I mean, when you put a you know a, a a cattle call out and you say, "Hey, we need this type of person," um, you're, not only are you not getting the response to those ads, but when you do, the quality of the people showing up isn't what it used to be, and and so that's why. So I want to talk about this. It's kind of like there's certain things you do in life, right, Mike, that, that create a foundation for your business. It's the work, it's the culture, right? And we, and we both agree that culture is critical to any company. We, we used to say culture eats strategy for breakfast, right? It's that important. It's the fabric of who you are. And so the question for the people listening to this is what's the culture? You know, if we were to ask your people right now that you have working for you inside the factory, inside of your store, you know, would you consider this a fun place to go? Would you consider this a fun place to work? Uh, would you recommend to your friends that they come and actually get a job alongside of you in this business? That's a really good gut check. And so, um, you know, it's not all about fun. It's not like they have to come to work and, you know, it's not like a playground every day, but, you know, to make it fun, to make it a place that you know, they can, they feel like they've contributed. They feel that there's purpose. There is some element of fun in, in their day that it's not a backstabbing culture. It's a, a culture that celebrates failure. If it's not something that gets repeated, it's a culture that, you know, celebrates success and, and encourages people to take risks, those types of things. If that's the kind of culture you have, then all of a sudden, when it comes time to populate your business with employees, if, if a job opening comes up, then People already know in the market, they know in your town that you're a really great place to work and people want to come to work for you. Is there a line of people waiting to get into your business because you're so good to work for and the pay is so strong? What do you it goes back to 23-year-old Hernani with the, the bad nickname, got walking into his team and saying, and I think it's a great question you can ask as a leader right now of your team. Hey, what can I do more of? What can I do less of right now, today? Because yeah. I think, you know, if you get a small win under your belt like that, you can start to change culture, you know? And, and this is such a, you know, this is why I think Sleep Train has always been just this shining light in our industry and like reflecting on that Sleep Train culture that Dale and you and, you know, Brian Baxter and the whole... <laughs> the whole team created um, was the fact that you had a culture that paid off your brand. 
And, and we, we talk about this a lot. It's like, oh, we got our mission, our vision, our values. Now let's get to our brand. Nope, skipped it. Mission, vision, values, culture, brand. Because if you don't have a culture that, uh, that can pay off what you're trying to say with your marketing messages or with the brand you're trying to build in your community, then people are going to feel that disconnect when they come in your store. They're going to walk in and be like, wow, I really, you know, these people position themselves as they have a heart for the community, but really they're a bunch of assholes. Yeah. You know, like that, your culture is going to screw up your brand. So if your culture, it, you know, Dr. V told me one time, culture is what you create or what you tolerate. And sometimes whenever you go through these exercises, you realize, oh my gosh, I need to create and be intentional about the culture we want to build. And if you're not, it's simply just what you're tolerating today. And sometimes what you tolerate could be amazing. I'm not saying it's always bad, but gosh, whenever you really start to think about the organization, how people see it, are your people able to pay that off when a customer walks through the door and you have an interaction? If that doesn't happen, that's where everything falls apart. 100%. You're right on it. And what is culture? What does that truly mean? And it's going to be the values. So, so you've got your PVVs, they call it purpose. Why does the company exist? Then you get into your values. So we exist based on this is how we're going to act. We're going to do these three to five things. I've seen some organizations, they're like, let me go get the SOP manual. I know it's in there and they'll give it to me. It's like three pages of stuff that they have to go through values. That, let's focus on the 80%. If we do this, these five key things, three to five things, this is what it is. And then what you do is you magnify that. So now when you give out awards, it's not always going to be the top rock star, the, the number one sales. And I can tell you, the number one salesperson sometimes could be your energy vampire. They're the ones that are just bringing everybody down. Yeah, they got good sales. And I've seen, because I've lost some of these million-dollar writers because they were unethical. They did something that wasn't right. We let them go. And you're like, we're going to miss out on that business? No. All of a sudden, the rest of the team just picked it up. It was crazy. We actually ended up doing more because we got rid of that energy vampire. So- Go back to values. If you got those three to five, start handing out some awards to that. It could be your middle person, someone that's done a good job. They went above and beyond. They helped a, a certain customer externally, or they did somebody for internally another customer. Give them an award because the more you start measuring and start bringing that middle average up, guess what happens? It keeps going up higher and higher. The more of a disconnect from your higher end to your lower end, it, that, you've got a big delta there. It becomes the dumbbell effect, right? So you really want to bring those middle up a few notches and you'll see the, the things really start taking off in your organization. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for part two of the best of Dos Marcos from 2021. Peanut butter chocolate, hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool as ice, and I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce, now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth, the bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Yeah. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. Bridge.
if you want somebody to get in your vicinity you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity from alone out of five maybe one star springs and foam we're taking care of that lumbar mad back support the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet party in the back of the business best of both worlds like mars and venus the ultimate hybrid nothing short of genius keeping it loose while keeping it tight we can make you sleep or play all night put two together get a whole lot No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no, you need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce You'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react Then you can't get low We got the type of bounce That won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle And I'm so supportive the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.